0: Hey guys, Zipporah here. So I am super excited to announce that I have openings for businesses who are looking to advertise on the podcast platform. So if you're interested in advertising on my channel, hit me up via email, bariatricjohn at gmail.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl, Zappora. So today, I want to talk about my weekend. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post-weight loss surgery? That is the question, and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah, and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions Podcast. So, uh, typically, um, every weekend, me and my husband, we typically order. And I don't think we ordered last weekend, uh, but we definitely... Nope, we did not order last weekend, and we did not order this weekend. And, I, you, you know... I can sit here and pretend and toot my own own horn like, oh, yeah, we didn't eat out because we're so healthy. Negative. Cap. Like, lies. No. I have to make a conscious decision not to eat out for one specific reason. Because I do not like the way the food makes me feel. And I have to bottle that feeling uh, before we, uh, went to Michigan a couple of weeks ago, we drove to Michigan. Um, and the night before we had Chinese and we haven't had Chinese in like forever, like forever, ever. So we were on our way home and, um, I was like, we were trying to figure out what to eat. And I was like, Chinese. And my husband was like, yeah, we didn't have that in a while. We had the General Souls chicken and we shared it. Okay. Um, we shared the, the food and it was, Good, and we also had um, like the the cheese, the cream cheese crab things. They wrap it in this like um, really thin thing, and they fried it. I don't know what it's called, but anyway, um, we had that, and we had an egg roll. I I could not eat my egg roll because I was full um, after sharing general sauce chicken, and we had general sauce chicken over lo mein. Um, so obviously, we didn't eat a lot of the noodles. We ate. Uh, The the chicken, and we shared the um the I forget what those things are called cream something cream cheese something, and um, so it was about maybe two hours later, maybe hour maybe two hours later, I started feeling horrible, and as the night progressed, I started feeling even worse. Now my body clearly is slow because like my husband started he he eats something like overly you know salted or whatever. He feels, he feels the effects almost immediately. He'd be like, oh, God, I'm hot. And he, and then he'll just get hot, hot, hot. Me, it's like, oh, I'm fine. And then like an hour or two hours, you know, go by. And then I, I just start feeling hard, more and more horrible. It got to the point where, like, I had to, I'm like, we're trying to pack, okay? And um, I had to, like, sit down. I could feel the head, the headache that I get from eating too much salt. I feel it in the back of my neck. It gets really bad. Like, it gets really bad after I had my last daughter, um, she was born in 2008. She'll be five this month in May. Um, after I had her, I was, I don't know how much I weighed. I don't, um, I I don't, I have no idea. I was big though. I mean, I was already big, but then, you know, pregnant pregnancy. I was big with that. Um, I was not eating out. I was not eating properly at all. I was working and, um, I had just got this, this, uh, contract position. Um, working um, in the city and I absolutely loved, loved it. Um, I ate out and then they started offering like mad overtime and they started um, offering overtime to the point where they were putting you up in five stars, five star hotels in the freaking city. So um, yes, please. So I started doing mad overtime, like mad, mad overtime. And um, like my husband, he would, bring my, our other two kids um a couple times and they would stay in a hotel with me overnight um it, it, like it got to the point where I couldn't even walk like like I couldn't even walk the block or maybe it was one to two blocks back to um my job because I was I was so big I was really big and uncomfortable feet sw- swollen and everything and he's like oh that's pregnancy but no that was not pregnancy that was not normal pregnancy I understand that now more now um, I was swollen with um, sodium, you guys. Like, like I didn't get that uh, that pregnancy thing when you have, you know, too much sodium or anything. I wasn't diagnosed with it, I should say. Um, is it preeclampsia? I think it's preeclampsia. Anyway, I wasn't, like, diagnosed with it. However, uh, a few days before, no, nope, I, 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 was, I was a scheduled C-section. So all my kids I had via C-section for another reason that I'm not going to get into right now. But anyway, um, so she, my, my, my little daughter, my last daughter was the last one, and um, I was actually planning on having my tubes tied. But anyway, that's another story too. Um, so, um, I actually went to the bathroom, and a chunk of something came out. Like, sorry if that's TMI, but I didn't know what the heck was going on. Like, this, this was my third kid, and I'm like, okay, this is not normal. And we went to the doctors, uh, we went to the emergency room and my daughter, they did this, the C-section right then and there. Um, and I was actually supposed to have my C-section in June. I think it was like June 8th. She was actually due like around my birthday. My birthday is June 18th. She was actually due closer to my birthday, but you know, they, they, you know, try to do the C-section a few days before or a week before your due date. That's how they used to do it. I don't know how to do it now. So I was actually supposed to go in on June 8th. And I ended up having her on um, Memorial Day in 2018. And um, because a piece of the, uh, what is it called? Um, The amniotic fluid or a piece of the amniotic wall or something a piece of something came out and and um so you know did the c section and everything and um maybe 30 minutes after you know I left the surgery room they moved me to the um the ICU for you know like people who have babies and my blood pressure they didn't like they were so smooth with it it was almost like nothing was happening, and I was like, What's going on? and I was already out of it, you know, if you had a c section you know you're you're tied off of drugs and all this stuff, but anyway, and um I'm like, What's going on?" and they was like, Oh, we're just going to move you over here and this is room. I already had a room by myself, but room by yourself, but they were moving so fast, they were moving so fast, and they had me hooked up to all these machines, and they was pumping me full of all this stuff and um I didn't know at the time until I didn't know at that moment that that was going on. And then um, they wouldn't even allow me to have like um, visitors for a long period of time. So I come from a big family. Um, it's eight of us total, including my parents. So I have six siblings, my mom and my dad. Now, my my dad died in 2012. Um, so my most of my siblings came to see me. Uh, my one brother, he lives down south. So obviously he's not driving up here, you know. I don't have that expectation. But um, anyway, so he wasn't there. But I think all the rest of them came, maybe with the exception of one of my sisters. Um, So I think all the rest of them came, like, and I was in the hospital for like a week. My daughter could go home. I didn't allow her to go home, you know, my new infant baby. But my daughter could go home. But I had to stay. I was the problem. And um, I just remember, like, when I would lay back in the bed. Um, the, the, the feeling of relief that would come over my head. There will be like this cool feeling, not laying flat on the bed, like slightly elevated. And there will be this cool feeling that I would get right over my head. And I remember that. Like, I remember it like it was yesterday. a way to remind yourself of your goals and your dreams and keep them in front of you, then I have the perfect clothing brand for you. 3657attire.com. Check them out. This is just not a regular clothing brand. This is a clothing brand with a message and a purpose. A purpose of self-discipline, self-love, consistency, and taking intentional steps, 365 days a year, seven days a week, in order to crush your goals. This is not motivation, y'all. This is Consistency 3657. So I remember that feeling. And um, whenever my blood pressure is high and I typically don't know, um, like I said, unless I eat something super salty and then it's just like, you know, it goes up really high. Um, I, I would lay my head back on, a, you know, like in my recliner or something. And I could feel that coolness just coming over my head. And um, that's they actually told me to, like, lay like that in the hospital when I after I had my daughter. And I remember getting up and I, like st- trying to stand up. I would get dizzy. Like, like just the whole feeling, but I, like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like lose weight consistently, you know, just like everybody else who probably have a similar story, yo-yo diet or stuff like that. So, but in this moment, if after having a baby, I wasn't thinking about no losing weight or anything. I didn't know how bad my blood pressure was. It was just, it was crazy. Um, So I was actually on two blood pressure medications that did not that would not bring my blood pressure down would not and they were pumping me for the magnesium so I had IV drip magnesium and two different blood pressure medications and you know they're like are you going to breastfeed I'm like heck yeah and you know but like so they were you know obviously taking that into consideration it was horrible all because of food so after I ate the Chinese food um a couple of weeks ago and I started feeling like my head was like throbbing down to the back of my neck. Like that, that pain is just crazy. And, um, as you know, as I drink water, um, I have these like calcium, magnesium and zinc vitamins. I took that hoping that something will help with that. Um, I probably should have took some cayenne pepper or something, but anyway, I didn't think of that at the time, but, um, in between packing, I would sit down on the couch in the recliner and like put my head back and I just will feel this relief and this cool breeze just, it's just brush right over me. And I'm like, man. And I said to myself, I said, you have to find a way to bottle this and remember it. Like, remember it. Like, remember it so much that you don't want to have this feeling anymore. I love Chinese food. I mean, like my mom used to eat, um, um, shrimp egg fuyang, shrimp egg food young, whatever, however you say it, um, all the time with shrimp fried rice. That is like, I love absolutely love eating that. I think my dad used to eat that too, but my mom definitely. We always would eat shrimp egg fuyang from the corner store, from the corner um Chinese food store, because you know that'd be the best. Um, and that would be like my number one go to, and then you know, General sauce chicken, um, like all the things, like, but the sodium in that stuff. I was like, you know what? You, you can't eat it. You can't eat it. Like, not like you can't eat it right now. No, sis. If you don't want to feel that way, you can't eat it, period. I mean, like, think of all the times that you had Chinese. You know? Like, you enjoyed it, right? The end. So, you know, either I make the food myself, make, you know, homemade Chinese food myself, or I just don't eat it. And that's where I'm at right now because I'm at like not eating it because I'm like, I want to get off. I'm still on high blood pressure medicine. I have not been back to see my primary in probably like six or seven months. Um, But I want to get off blood blood pressure medicine. I want off of it. I want off of it. And I'm understanding and I'm learning that the only way for me to get off of this, these man-made drugs is to focus on what i'm putting in my body and that see that's the one thing i appreciate about having bariatric surgery because i don't think this awareness would have come would have came for me without it so like no i don't like certain aspects um after you know of having bariatric surgery like after you know having it you know loose skin obviously no uh who who likes that no one you know i don't want i don't like the thought of you know possibly either just dealing with the loose skin specifically around my midsection or um having you know some type of I don't know panlectomy or however you say all this stuff um 360 whatever like you know those are my options right I I don't I don't I don't want that to be an option but those are my options either live with the loose skin or you know have it removed cool um I don't I think like in my head um I wish that like this awareness would have came without bariatric surgery. But to be honest, I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have like came without having some type of bariatric surgery. Um because I think for me bariatric surgery uh forces you to pay attention to yourself. So either you're going to pay attention or you're going to end up in the same boat that you were in. And that's this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm learning, okay? Like and so it's either okay. Pay attention and pivot or be aware and still keep doing the same things that you've been doing and don't get the re- and don't get any results. And this is this is two year post-op because, you know, the longer the longer the further you're away after having bariatric surgery post-op, the, the more your body returns to normal. So you have to rely on you, not the surgery doing the work for you anymore, not the sleeve doing the work for you anymore. Like losing 100. I lost 100 pounds in the first six months. Like I didn't even like, like crazy, right? I lost a hundred pounds in the first six months and it was so fast, but I didn't realize how fast it was. Cause to me, it was slow. I don't know why don't ask, but like, it's like, man. So if you, if you, if you want, if you still, if you want no results, keep doing what you're doing, you, you'd be done, had the surgery. This is me right. Talking to myself, um, you, you'd be done, had the surgery and you lost, you know, the weight. Maybe you'll never gain the weight back. Right. But maybe uh you still be on high blood pressure medicine. Still have that sleep apnea. Yeah, oh yeah, that C- CPAP machine. I hate that machine. I want it gone. I want it gone so bad. Like I want it gone so bad. Like I'm like, yo, I want it out of here. I didn't have to my knowledge I mean like I I didn't have no sleep issues or, you know, CPAP whatever issues um you know when I was not <laughs> as big. <laughs> growing up to my knowledge my mom didn't say you know my sisters we always shared a room right nobody ever said poor I had to wake you up because you was snoring nobody has ever said that to me you know so I'm like it has to be because my my neck or something got bigger over the years and the breathing can you know constrict that's what I'm saying in my head but I want off of the sucker it's putting stuff on my face like it's putting um uh you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm fairly light skin like i'm in the middle right so i'm light enough you know i mean catch me in the winter i'll be pale but you know i'm light enough where you can see uh marks on my face okay like you know and the the machine mask is putting marks red marks on my face that's how it's just coming up red marks on my face on certain parts of my face it looks like somebody kissed me with red lipstick on and it's just like on my cheekbones really and my cheekbones are visible i have you know high cheekbones i get them from my mama (laughs) but um i want off of this machine And I'm like, okay, the last time I had my numbers checked, um, which was almost, yeah, uh, no, it wasn't quite a year ago. It was probably like nine months ago. Um, My uh, surgeon, bariatric surgeon, he was like, your cholesterol is a little high. Uh, the bad cholesterol or whatever he was like it's a little high and I was like well what did that come from and he was like from eating um too much animal fat fried foods basically and I was like I don't even eat fried foods and this is me talking to him out loud I was in a grocery store with my mom and my sister and I'm like I don't even eat fried foods and then he kind of snickered like <laughs> okay and he said whatever and he was like to try to get it down watch what you eat or whatever and um and I had after I got off the phone with him I had to process you know like I'm a, you know, I'm a processor I'm like a you know, a uh, uh, early Apple computer Mac, you know, I process things slowly. Like, you know what I mean? Get me in the early two thousands. That's how my brain works. So like, you know, I'm processing and I'm thinking about the conversation. Then I start thinking about what I'm eating and what I've been eating. And I'm like, Oh, so no, I'm like, I may not be eating fried chicken and fried fish and fried shrimp and fried, 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 you know, stuff that's deep, you know, deep fried, but I was eating um, things that was a lot heavier in animal fat. So I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but I started processing what I was eating, and I was like, "This is why." So anyway, um, even still, like I started changing stuff a little bit here and there, but not really. It's this blood pressure thing. It's this blood pressure thing that has really got me. Like you, you are either going to piss or get off the pot. Like you either going to make the change, or you're going to stay on blood pressure medicine for the rest of your life, possibly get even higher dose because you're just not willing to walk away from some of the foods that you know that you like to eat oh my god so my I was in church yesterday and the pastor of my church he he preached such a good message that was like that resonated with me you know like like I typically do like um stuff for social media for my church you know Instagram and stuff like that um so while he's preaching I'll you know record and put snippets up right there in a moment because If I don't, it won't happen. Um, So he was basically talking about addiction, just like all types of addiction, whatever it is, whatever that thing that, you know, everybody has a thing. So uh, I'm learning. I learned that my thing is food, junk food, food, whatever, just all the food, eating, you know, um, thinking about food, just food. Some people, things might be drugs. Some people think might be alcohol. Some people think might be women, men. Some people, things might be shopping. Like some people, things might be, I don't know. You know, you can be obsessive. You can have an addiction or uh, obsession over anything, anything. So, anyway, he was talking about that and I, I appreciated his message so much. But the one thing that he said that was like really like smack you in your face was like, don't open a door. If you're looking for a bariatric community where you can find motivation and advice based off of experience and just a place to vent, then guess what? I have the perfect place for you. I have a Facebook group. It's called Berry Successful. If if you're listening to this on Spotify, go to the description section and you'll see a link and click that link and it'll take you right to my Facebook group and join the community where we are supportive and motivating and sharing our journeys and hope of inspiring others all right let's get back to the episode like don't open the door like don't open the door so whatever that thing is so my thing is food right for me opening the door would be like just um okay so we you know how you get those um uh, what are those things called? Menus in the mail, like you get you know, a menu from a restaurant in the mail. Throw them in trash. I throw them in trash. I do. I throw them in trash. One day, my husband, just a couple weeks ago, he was like, before the whole incident with the Chinese food, he said, um, he said, oh, I was just thinking, you know, we can keep it just in case we um, want to order from it or whatever. And I was like, no, thanks. And I threw it in trash. He was like, okay, and I threw it in trash. Um, we used to have our, our one of our kitchen drawers used to be filled with like menus, you know. Um, Like, you know, I mean, we've been together for 15 years. So, you know, um, this was way before DoorDash and all of them other apps, Uber Eats and stuff. So we would have a a menu full of, a drawer full of menus, you know, in our bigger life. (laughs) Um, And another thing for me would be honestly just being, maybe just being prepared. You know, because like when you want to eat and the food's not readily available or it's not, you know, it's, you almost will eat anything. You might have a taste for something. Um, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but you might have a taste for something. But if I can go in the kitchen and make a sandwich, like, you know, like we have a uh, turkey and cheese, if I can, if like real turkey, not like slimy turkey, anyway, like actual turkey. Um, if you, if you make a turkey sandwich or tuna or whatever it is, like, you know, you, or you have, Whatever you ate for dinner last night, you have it for lunch today. If you can go and heat that up at work or, you know, if you're kind of prepared, that definitely helps. But, like, oftentimes, like, I get in trouble when I, like, I think sometime last week we didn't have, um, or no, this was a couple weeks ago. We didn't, like, we, this was when we came back from Michigan. We didn't have, um any food, you know, you come back from a trip, you ain't got no food, you know, and the next day we had to work. So there was food was on its way, you know, the, you know, we went shopping on online, but it was on its way, but it wasn't here yet. And I'm like, Oh God, what am I going to eat? And I'm hungry. And it's like, you know, if I have something, I'm okay. Like, even if I have cereal, like the type of cereal I eat and, you know, I have cereal protein shake with, with my cereal, I'm good. But if, if I don't have anything where I can eat, then that's typically where I'm like digging around, trying to find anything. I almost went to Panera Bread. Panera Bread's not that bad, but I do get headaches after eating this stuff. So I, I'm just like paying attention. I'm, I'm paying attention. I'm trying to pay attention. I am. Because first of all, I don't like the headaches. Second of all, I don't want to die from any of this stuff. I don't want to have a stroke because I ate a burger. Like, and I couldn't not eat the burger. You, you know what I mean? That the burger was the thing that put me over the, the edge. So it's like, okay, you ha- so you have to be prepared. Like, I'm not doing meal prep like I should at all. Um, But if I have an idea of what's in the kitchen, then I'll just grab that. Like, I actually went and bought tuna fish just to have as a backup. Because if I don't have anything else in there, I can mix a bowl of tuna real quick and eat that. Boom. Done. So it's like, okay, so be prepared. That's how I'm trying to help navigate this whole, like, thing. Um, Because I'm telling y'all, if y'all have blood pressure or had blood pressure issues... Um, and if you get the headaches, I don't know if everybody's the same. I don't know how it comes to everybody, but them headaches are no joke. Them headaches are absolutely no joke. So um, that's that's another way why I'm trying to, you know, get away from um, ordering out. Um, what's funny is, or ironic is that growing up, my mother always cooked. She cooked breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, like we all, she, if, if when when we went out to eat, um, it was typically like, I mean, it was a lot of us. So, you know, you can imagine all eight of us piling up in a car. Um, <laughs> uh, but after, as we got older, um, if we went out to eat, it was typically pizza hut and it was typically for somebody's graduation or something like that. Um, and that was like way later. My dad used, my dad had various jobs for a little bit before he landed on his, um, insurance. He was an insurance man. I don't know for like I don't know, 20 years or something, 30 years. I don't even know. Um, Maybe not 30 years, maybe like 20 years. Um, So before he landed on that career, like I said, I'm going back like, you know, um, to the um, 80s, late 80s, early 90s, where he was an insurance man. It was, you know, a decent enough career for him um, because he was a good talker. So anyway, um, before he had those jobs, he would bring home like, I don't know, these massive hoagies and donuts like he had he worked at a a hoagie store donut shop like he had random jobs you know when him and my mom uh first got married so and um we would eat that stuff but other than that it was whatever food my mom put on the table and you know it was no options it was just the dinner she made um lunch we typically uh, unless we ate school you know during school we ate school lunch but um during the summer, she would take us to these food programs. Like like I said, we grew up very, very poor. Um, our house was actually around the corner from the projects. I don't know if y'all know what projects are, but I don't even know if they still exist, but projects. <laughs> and, um, they would give away lunches to, you know, the area, people who were low income and stuff like that. Um, and we would go and we would eat our lunch and, you know, and play. And I can, just talking about it, I can taste <laughs> that horrible lunch meat like it smelt (laughs) oh my god but anyway um but we would eat that lunch and you know so like my my mom kept food on the table by cooking when I got married my husband you know single guy or whatever he got accustomed to eating out a lot and then I started falling into that and honestly like yesterday I did not want to cook dinner I was actually going to make general's general toast chicken with shrimp fried cauliflower rice but i was like yo this is such a process i don't feel like doing it it's sunday and typically on sundays i don't cook at all we eat we would eat pizza and um, we ordered pizza for the kids um and i you know what i didn't want i didn't want to cook i also did, i did want pizza i did want a slice of their pizza but i didn't want it because of the the sodium in it so i didn't eat that So I ended up um, eating a pepperoni, a pepperoni roll. I almost ate two. I ate like one and a half um, that I made with the low carb um, wraps and turkey pepperoni and mozzarella cheese, the two percent or low fat, reduced fat mozzarella cheese and tomato sauce. And, you know, I seasoned it like I made that. And I did not get any adverse effects from that. I did not get sick. I did not get acid re- reflux and I, I did not get headaches from eating that food because, you know, turkey pepperoni is really I mean, any pepperoni is high in sodium, but I didn't get that contact from it or that that reaction from it. So, like, I'm I'm really I'm, I'm proud of us for not ordering out. Pray for us that it continues um, for my sake, because for my sake, like my husband, he'll eat it, you know, his body will process it, you know, and it'll go away. But not mine. My body will hold on to it. It will hold on to all of the things. And by in processing it, it will feel horrible to me. Headaches and all that stuff. So I, 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 want, I, I, want, I want to remember the feeling. So that way I don't keep um, doing the same things. So my husband's like, you know what, you want me to order dinner? Yes, but no. <laughs> yes, but no. So it, I I think I have to like think of like for dinners like on Sun on Sundays I'm gonna have to think of a solution, so that way ordering out is not an option for me. And the solution could just be my turkey. I mean not my turkey, my um pepperoni wraps or rolls or whatever you want to call them. Um, they're quick and I, I wrap them suckers, put them in an the air fryer, and five minutes is done. You know, and that way I can have pizza night too with you know with everybody else. But um yeah. I, I don't know, if you guys are like dealing with, if you have like a health issue, like I would say try that too. Like the worst feeling that you that you got from, like if you have diabetes or high blood pressure, high cholesterol or whatever it is, that feeling that you got somehow bottle it and remember it. And um, when someone say, you know, do you want some cake? And I'm like, mm, the last time I had cake, it sent my blood sugar up to whatever or it gave me this massive headache. I know somebody who gets headaches from eating too much sugar. So, like from eat like if you eat too much cake, you know, they get too much sugar, they get like headaches and things of that nature. And I, I don't know if that's cholesterol related, but anyway, don't eat it. Like, okay, you know what? Don't eat it. And I'm not saying it's going to be a perfect walk or anything, but you got to remember. You got to remember like how that made you feel. And like do, just don't open the door, you know? Like don't don't go to the bakery. You know, like, I mean, like, I remember after um, bariatric surgery, I could, oh, it was so hard to walk past all the desserts, like at ShopRite or um, Acme. Oh, our Acme, I don't know if every Acme does it, but they chop up like cakes that they don't sell or, uh, and um, they sell them in individual like containers. Me and my husband used to buy them all the time. And after after bariatric surgery, it was so hard to walk past that stuff, smelling it and everything. I can walk past it now and not buy it. I don't, nope. And, you know, like even when I I get it in my head, sometimes it comes in my head like, well, you're buying it for the kids. Now, I won't eat it, but I watch the, they'll eat it. And I'm like, "Mm, if I'm not eating it, they don't need to eat it. Right? Right? So, I don't know, somehow bottle bottle that feeling that you got, you know, after you ate something um, that typically affects you and um, bottle it and then like just more often than not nine times out of ten walk away from it and then maybe ten times out of ten it'll come you know whereas you know like the door is like you know a sealed shut and it's never opened because you know you walked away from it so many times that you built up this resistance to it that's what I'm hoping that will happen at least when it comes to ordering, ordering out now when we go out obviously if I go out like this weekend next weekend is Mother's Day so I plan on you know ordering whatever, you know, when I go out with my mom and my sisters, um, I'm going to order food. Um, but I'm gonna be mindful of what I'm eating. So that way I don't get that, that horrible contact, those headaches and things of that nature. And then if I haven't been eating out, so like we went to Michigan about three weeks ago, so it'll be about a month after mother's day. So you're talking about, um, my soul, my, my, my blood pressure being even, you know, pretty consistent. Not you know spiking up because i I ate out you know several times during a week, you know stuff like that, so my um a bad reaction to the food it, when I go out on Mother's day with my mom and my sisters it is more is less likely to happen that's how my body works because I haven't been eating things that are high in sodium for a few weeks if that makes sense so um yeah. That that that's I'm happy that we 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 haven't ordered out. And plus, the food isn't worth it. Um, we order when we ordered out when we came back from Michigan. We ordered Italian dinner, and um, the first night it was good. The second night it was just it was horrible. And then you know we eaten it three nights because you know, and I'm like this is not worth it. And there's nothing that we can't make on our own. Sometimes you just don't feel like it, and that's the truth. But I think um, I'm learning that being prepared is key in order to, like, prevent certain um, eating, like eating out. So that's, that's that's my plan. As always, I will let you guys know how everything, you know, works out, works itself out. Um, but, yeah, bottle that feeling and just, like, use it as, like, fuel, For you to like not do that thing, not to eat that thing. That's what I'm doing. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.